We didn't do the intro though. Oh, I'm about to do it. Oh, but I don't know what my name's gonna be. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is a beautiful fall day. Uh, we're out here on an actually an afternoon run for our first episode of the morning double. I'm your host, Jeffrey Cunningham. Uh, catch me over here. The name's Rich McMillan. Yeah. We're about a uh, half mile in to perhaps a four miler. Not sure on distance yet, but yeah, we'll see how things shake out. Sometimes you just gotta go and figure that out later. We're here on a uh, recovery run, uh, taking it pretty easy. What's our pace looking like right now? My watch is dead. So All right, well, mine says about a little bit below seven. You can't be mad about that. We got a solid group of guys out here, about, about five of them. Before we get into things, just wanna talk about the show a little bit in case you're still a little confused. This is called The Morning Double. This is a collegiate running podcast hosted by D1 Collegiate Runners, where we talk about running while we are running. So yes, you might be noticing a lot of wind noise, maybe some heavy breathing. Uh, that's because we're out here fighting the good fight and also trying to bring you guys some quality entertainment. Slowing down to a good old intersection. You can stop cars with your mind. Just run out into the middle of the road. Everything's gonna be okay. I might go ahead and disagree with that one. Although that does get both get hit by a car freshman year. <laughs> both people talking on this podcast did get hit by a car. All right. We're gonna kick off the beginning of the show with a section called the warm up. Uh, we're just gonna try and get our creative juices flowing, try and be conversational about this. Uh, stuff. Our hypothetical of the day was uh, Donald Trump, you see him in the news often. What could he run in a 5K? Or no, it wasn't a mile. It was a mile. It was a one mile race. I don't think he could complete a 5K. Love him or hate him, gotta admit, mad confidence in himself. So, I think in a mile race, if we're breaking it down lap by lap, the kid's out in like a, in like a 37. Yeah, but you gotta keep in mind, Kevin, Donald Trump is conservative. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> I think he's out in 37, which is, for fast people, not very quick. That's pretty think, generous for him. I think for Donald Trump, think that's got to be near. Dude, over 70 years old. 37, that's sub five pace. That's, right. that's a 456 in the bank. <laughs> that may be a bit ambitious. He goes out quite quickly. Has that he is, ever let anyone tell him no? I think obviously that will eventually lead to an, a slow, gruesome death. <laughs> not, not literal death, but I'd say mile time, probably nine to 10 minutes. Most of that being made up in the second half. Yes. Um, where he's really six. closing in about yeah, 15 minutes. It's, it's a three minute half mile and then, I, and then a six to seven minute half mile. But you gotta think, he's not gonna wear anything but a suit and tie to this race. That's um, true, the power it's, suit. It's gonna be kind of hard to breathe in that. He's gonna be in those clicky heels. If we're being honest, that kid's getting thick. Yeah, he's he's really been off his uh, his training regimen lately. He's starting to balloon up and Wait, gotta sure. think that toupee is gonna cause a little bit extra wind drag. Perhaps. Approximately, uh, one half V squared, V hat, row, AC. Well, there's quite a lot of surface area there, let's be honest. Now, Fair moving enough. on to uh, Prenats and Wisco. Yep. Last weekend. Uh, Exciting. Yeah, we that's hot off the press. It's still hot on our heels, honestly. Yep. Those hills back there definitely punished me a little bit. Felt good to roll in the switchbacks, though. Uh, I would like to preface this with almost all of the information we're getting is directly from Flowtrack. So, if you do not want to listen to a full-length podcast, 
a, a quick five minute breeze through flow track. May give you all the information you need, but is it as entertaining? Probably more entertaining. <laughs> but we're doing our best out here. So uh, flow track recently released an article where instead of reporting on pre-nats and Wisco individually, they must've just gotten really lazy and ran the Wisco numbers. They did a conversion factor of 1.027. Don't know where that came from. I don't think they did either. I think they just like sat on a calculator and that's what they got. And they, uh, they squished all the results together. Now, luckily since FlowTrack is lazy, that lets us be lazy too. So we're just gonna talk about that. For the women in the front, we've got Oregon right at the top, along with Colorado and New Mexico. Uh, I don't know a lot about women's running. Personal analysis, yeah. Those teams I have heard are very good. I do not follow women's collegiate running that closely. Yeah, New Mexico was second. So uh, when I hear those three names, that sounds, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, that sounds good. So on the men's side, <laughs> uh, in the lead, of course, we have the wonderful NAU from Wisco. NAU. I was expected for sure. What'd they get, 50 points? Yeah, it was in that area. Crazy low score, oh, right out there. Top runner getting third in the race. Well, especially considering 20 of the top 30 teams in the entire country going in were in this race. They come out with 50 points. That's pretty crazy. That's dang remarkable. We got BYU yes. right in there. Now we gotta keep in mind, Kevin, those BYU guys, they come back from mission trip. They're like 30, peak shape of their lives, beards down to their knees. Actually, they have a lower age bound on their team of about 27. That's pretty impressive. We should mention that they were at the pre-national race. This is not a head-to-head matchup here. Right, this is all theoretical, of course. This is running off flow tracks numbers. So, in a head-to-head battle, we'd have to wait and see. Portland, wow, moved up way in the rankings, up to third, uh, all the way from 25. Correct my subtraction, but that sounds like a 22-place increase. No, I just crunched the numbers. The numbers check out. That is a 22-place increase. That is their highest ranking for that team ever. That's cool. They weren't on my radar. I knew they were good. I did not know they were that good. So pretty impressed with them from this weekend. You know, it just goes to show, if you run fast, you'll get ranked well. Yup, generally how uh, the ranking system works there. Individuals at Wisco, the two big ones, Fisher and Justin Knight going wow. in. Separated by less than something really small, like the eyelash of a bird. Uh, two flaws there. They were separated by more than an eyelash. Also, I don't think birds probably have eyelash. Less than a second. Yeah, and it was cool to see the two favorites going into the race, finish so close to each other. But I was shocked to see it's pretty much a group of five people going into 200 meters to go. Two of them being the two favorites, and then three NAU kids right there. Right, that's a whole lot of yellow. It was very cool seeing the whole pad go through 5K. And essentially what we had was a big group up front almost being led by five or six NAU people all the very front. It was just clear from the beginning that they were dominant throughout the entire thing. They're bold and they're ready to rumble. We got conference meets coming up here. We'll see how they do. Uh, I'd expect some big moves from them. They're definitely gunning for that national championship. Yeah, tentative, tentative viewpoint of NCAA championship. In my eyes, it's either NAU or BYU. That seems clear to me. I would be shocked if there was an upset there. Never stop rooting for the underdog. That's for sure. What's that, Sloan? I think BYU will blow up. 
You think BYU would blow up? Why do you think that? In years past, they performed well in the middle of the season. Just couldn't put it together on NCAAs, in my opinion. Interesting. Well, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're starting to get close here. We're nearing the 15-minute mark in our run, so we're going to shift the conversation over to something that's all near and dear to our hearts: pre-race rituals. Mm-hmm. You've got them. I've got them. We all have them. For me, something I personally like to do. I sit in a chair and I, I literally meditate for like 10 minutes. I get made fun of all the time because I'm just standing there with my eyes closed and my jaw just slack and people sometimes mess with me. I don't even know if it helps, honestly. It's just something I do. Sometimes even if they don't like have physiological effects, sometimes just that mental thing getting in a routine always helps. Personally, so I always heard like taking a hot bath, going in the jacuzzi was bad before races, so I never did that. But it also made me think, okay, it's a warm shower, a similar effect. Probably not. Probably not, but for that reason, within 24 hours of my race, I do not clean myself oh. in the shower. <laughs> Dude, what? Uh, That's gross. We shake out like twice. I'm, I'm not showering for one day. All right. Doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me, but I make an effort not to do that. Oh, uh, let's uh, query the crowd. Do uh, you guys have any weird pre-race rituals you want to talk about? Uh, I watch like Without Limits or oh, some other running race. It's a classic running movie. Try and get inspired. Yep. You guys got any weird pre-race tunes? For me, it's pretty consistently uh, some kind of really slow, soft, like piano sonata. Is actually what I listen I to actually, before I, I race. Quite the opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah, you got uh, Generally, performers before races, there's two types of people. There's people that like to calm themselves down, people that like to amp themselves up. For all you scientists, that's adrenaline versus cortisol. Oh, I did not know that. But, Words of the day. Uh, but he seems to uh, like to get calm before races. Other people like to get amped up. Personally, I would side more with Jeffrey. I like to listen to some slow stuff. Not get the heart pumping too fast before the race. That's right. That oh, stuff right. is meant for the start line. Oh, there's an ambulance. Hey. Yep. Almost got hit by that ambulance. That's an ambulance. That was good. You can stop cars with your mind if you try, except for ambulances. Those won't stop. Ever. You will get hit. I was raised on the idea, uh, doing 5Ks in elementary school with my dad. My dad was not a runner. He always told me, why would you run before... You race. That is a terrible mindset. Simply wears you out. So we would eat nothing and do no warm-up. What? I ran like 22, 30 as like an eight-year-old. Oh, that's like decently good. Dude, you've had potential here. for a long time. Oh, we're still recording. We are still going. I mean, we still got to close out the episode. So pre-race rituals. Uh, if you guys have any crazy pre-race rituals you want to talk about, uh, feel free to tweet at us. We are at Morning Double. Uh, on Twitter. I think there's an underscore there instead of a space, so at morning underscore double. Uh, we're going to be looking for feedback from you guys. Uh, on our next episode, we'll bring up some of the craziest ones. Yeah, that uh, Preferably weird ones. Don't don't give generic pre-race rituals. We're looking for some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, if the freakier, the better. Honestly, if you guys don't send anything, we're just going to make some shit up. That's for sure. All right, uh, this has been the Morning Double, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Catch you next time. Bye.